the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Welcome. You are listening to Hope and Faith Ministry, a broadcast of the historic People's Baptist Church in Boston, New England's oldest African-American church. Hope and Faith Ministry features the inspirational sermons of my father, Dr. Wesley Roberts, Senior Pastor at People's Baptist Church. We're so glad you're here. Dr. Roberts has a powerful message of hope and love for your life and mine. Now enjoy this broadcast of Hope and Faith Ministry, brought to you from People's Baptist Church of Boston. The title of the message today is A Portrait of a Godly Mother. A Portrait of a Godly Mother. Today we are celebrating the institution of God called motherhood. There are no words which can justly honor our mothers. I'm aware that Mother's Day is anything but happy for for some of you. Maybe you want to be a mother, but you can't for some reason. Perhaps some of you have not had the best mother in the world. Some of you have had a mother who has passed on and is now with the Lord. Some of you have lost a child to death. Some of you mothers feel the pain and discouragement or disappointment of a wayward child this morning. And some of you are raising your child or children all alone and working hard to provide for them and to give them the protection that they need as they grow up. One thing we should never forget is that God chose our mothers for us and us for our mothers. None of us could make the choice as newborn babies, but God knew who would be best for us. See, God in his infinite wisdom and knowledge knew just which mother we needed to teach us those things that he wanted us to know and to live by. So whether your mother is alive today or gone to be with the Lord, whether she is far away and you cannot see her today, we want to recognize their contribution to our lives and give them the honor for the job that they've done. There was a time when every mother had great dreams for her children. Sad to say that we are living in a a time where many mothers are not fulfilling their role and training up their children in the ways of the Lord. Jesus told us that there would come a time when parents and children would turn against one another. 
Scripture also bears out the fact that we are going to see family relationships deteriorate even more before the return of our Lord Jesus Christ. Thank God for your mother, if she cared for you, if she taught you right from wrong, watched you as you grew up and directed you in the ways that are beneficial for you. It's a testimony to the love of a mother that no matter how far from, or no matter how far from God, her children may run, or whatever kind of life they may be living, she never gives up on them. There's a picture of a mother here in the New Testament that I want to call to your attention. Like any other mother, all she wanted for her children was that they do well. And the fact that her kids were grown men really wasn't all that relevant. She still wanted them to do well, and she would do whatever she needed to do to make sure that they did well, including talking to their boss. So let us take a a closer look at this mother. I want you to note first that she was a great advocate for her sons. Now, we live in an ambitious world. We want to know who is the best, the fastest, the strongest, the richest. And let's face it, life is about winning and losing. That's why we love sports, and that's why many of us will be watching the Celtics play this afternoon. (laughs) And we enjoy all kinds of competition. And that's why this mother came to, came to Jesus. In the great game of life, she wanted to make sure her sons came out ahead. If that meant asking for a favor from Jesus, she was glad to do it because she felt her sons deserved it. She had big dreams for her sons, and they had big ambitions. Despite what some may may think, ambition itself is not evil. If you don't have any ambition, why bother getting out of bed in the morning? You might just as well roll over and sleep all day. Ambition is merely a strong desire regarding the future. As such, it can be positive or negative, good or bad. It can be very useful if we are ambitious for the right things. So let's look at the conversation between this godly mother and Jesus. In Matthew chapter 20, 20 and 21, it says, The mother of James and John came to Jesus with her two sons. She knelt down and started begging him to do something for her. Jesus asked her what she wanted, and she said, When you come into your kingdom, please let one of my sons sit at your right side and the other at your left. Now, while it is easy to criticize this mother 
In reality, she was doing what any mother would do. All she really wanted was for her sons to do well and to get ahead in life. So she kneels humbly before Jesus and asks with great respect that James and John, who were disciples of Jesus, be given positions of highest honor in his kingdom. Look at Jesus' response in verses 22 and 23. It says, But Jesus answered by saying to them, You don't know what you're asking. Are you able to drink from the bitter cup of suffering I'm about to drink? Oh, yes, they replied, we are able. And Jesus told them, You will indeed drink from my bitter cup, but I have no right to say who will sit on my right or my left. My Father has prepared those places for the ones he has chosen. And you notice that Jesus doesn't rebuke this mother or her sons. He simply tells them that they, that they really don't know what they're asking for. And then, of course, he asks James and John, who are his disciples, if they can drink of the cup of suffering he's about to drink, that is, you know, the cross. And they bravely said, we can. But they did not realize that their suffering was still ahead of them and their work was just starting. James was the first disciple of Jesus to die at the hands of Herod Agrippa I in Acts chapter 12. It said he, he was executed because of his faith in Jesus Christ to set an example so that the others would not continue to preach in the name of Jesus. And John was the last apostle to die. He ended up in exile on the island of Patmos. And as I said last, week, last Sunday, he wrote the book of Revelation from there while he was in exile for his faith. It is almost as if Jesus is saying, admire your bravery, and I will reward you by making you bookends for the apostles. One of you will die first, and the other will die last. So what can we learn from this mother on this mother's day? She wanted three things for her sons. Number one, she wanted them to be an important part of Christ's kingdom. Her sons had left the family fishing business to follow Jesus. She recognized the great calling upon her sons' lives as they walked with Jesus day after day. So look again at Matthew 20 and verse 21 in the message paraphrase. It says, what do you want? Jesus asked. She said, give your word that these two sons of mine will be awarded the highest places of honor in your kingdom. One on your right hand, one on your left hand. The mother and sons probably thought the kingdom was coming soon. 
and so they wanted to get in their application early. To use a phrase from the college admissions process, they wanted early decision by Jesus. The point is that they wanted to be an important part of Christ's kingdom, and who can blame them for that? This mother had heard from her sons about the miracles of Jesus. She had heard about the great teachings and the huge crowds that followed him. And they realized how blessed they were to be a part of what God was doing. And what was happening was far beyond the dreams that she had for her sons. And she was willing to do whatever she could in order to make things better for them. Mothers do things sometimes which we, at least men, don't appreciate as much. But let me use, this, use an illustration here, a story that I've told several times here at, at Peoples over the last um, uh, many years. But the story is told out of World War II, the Holocaust that took the lives of six million Jews, of a family by the name of the Rosenberg, Solomon Rosenberg and his family. It's a true story. Solomon Rosenberg, his wife, their two sons, his father and mother, were arrested and placed in a Nazi concentration camp. It was a labor camp, and the rules were quite simple. As long as you can do your work, you're permitted to live. When you become too weak to work, then you are exterminated. Solomon Rosenberg watched his mother and father marched off to their deaths. And he knew that his youngest son, David, would be next because David had always been a frail child. Every evening, Solomon Rosenberg came back to the barracks after his hours of labor and searched for the faces of his family. When he found them, they would huddle together, embrace each other, and thank God for another's, another day of life. One day, Mr. Rosenberg came back to the barracks and didn't see those familiar faces. He finally discovered his oldest son, Joshua, in a corner, huddled, weeping, and praying. And he said, Josh, tell me it isn't true. Joshua turned to his dad and said, it is true, Papa. Today David was not strong enough to do his work, so they came for him. But where is your mother? asked the father. Oh, Papa, he said, when they came for David, he was, afraid, he was afraid, and he cried. And Mama said, there's nothing to be afraid of, David. And she took his hand and went with him to their death. Yes, sometimes 
a mother's love carries a very high price tag. There's nothing so bold or courageous as a mother protecting or fighting for her children. This mother saw Jesus for the safety and well-being of her, of her sons. Aren't you glad that moms still do that? And mom, if you don't, you should. You should be your children's biggest fan club. You should let everyone know that they are the most important people in the world to you and use every opportunity to talk about them. But the second thing this mother did is that she wanted them to be active in the work of Christ's kingdom. This mother knew that her sons were close to Jesus, that if her sons were close to Jesus, they would be doing kingdom work. She may have been present when Jesus gave his Sermon on the Mount and heard his, his words about the kingdom of God recorded in Matthew chapter 6 and verse 33. In the contemporary English version it says, but more than anything else, put God's work first and do what he wants. Then the other things will be yours as well. Most of, most of us know that verse in the King James Version, seek first the kingdom of God and his righteousness and all the other things will be added unto you. So we need to make the kingdom of God our priority. This is what this mother was, was doing. And it's so sad to see that a lot of people who call themselves Christians have no idea what it means to make the kingdom of God a priority in their lives. Churches are full of, of people, Christians, content to fill a pew on Sunday mornings. They sit back and receive the blessings, but seldom do they get involved in doing any of the real work of the church. But where does one learn the spirit of serving? In the home, with mothers and fathers setting in the example and praying that their sons and daughters might be involved in the work of God's kingdom as teachers and leaders, discipling others that they may go out and bring people in so they might get to know the Lord. This mother wanted her sons to be actively involved in the work of Christ's kingdom. And mothers, you need to do the same if your children are still at home and you have some influence over them. But thirdly, this mother had high expectations for her sons. And I like that. She wanted them on the right hand and left hand of Jesus. You see, when working in those days, when working in a kingdom, there are no higher positions than those on the right and on the left of the king. And that's what this mother wanted for her sons. We may consider her brash and presumptuous, but I admire her boldness. Too often we have settled for mediocrity, particularly in the church. 
we do things and accept things done in the church that we would not do on our secular jobs. More than 40 years ago, I came to the conclusion that many people who call themselves Christians and members of the church do not think that God's work requires the very best that they can offer or expect from the church. Somehow, it appears that people leave their, their minds and their ambition at the door before they come in, and they'll accept anything. But one of the things I want at least to be remembered for is that I believed in excellence. If there's nothing else you remember me for, believe that this pastor believed in excellence and doing the very best that we can for the God whom we serve. Nothing less is acceptable, as far as I'm concerned, from leaders and workers in Christ's church than excellence. Thank God for mothers and fathers who set high standards and have high expectations for their children who are gifts from God. Mothers, I want to encourage you to dream big dreams for your children and to never give up on those dreams. When times are hard, hang in there and be the strength of your family. When the children push you to the breaking point, hold on to God's unchanging hand and keep on walking. Above all else, mothers, you are responsible for teaching and raising your children in the fear of the Lord. Our society today is in trouble because too many mothers have forgotten their responsibility to their children or even have led them away from the values of the kingdom of God and the scriptures. I wish every one of us mothers and fathers had inscribed in, on the walls of our home or apartment the words of Dorothy Nolte, Nolte's work entitled Children Learn What They Live. And Nolte says, if a child lives with criticism, he or she learns to condemn. If a child lives with hostility, he or she learns to fight. If a child lives with shame, he or she learns to feel guilty. If a child lives with tolerance, he or she learns to be patient. If a child lives with encouragement, he or she learns confidence. If a child lives with praise, he or she learns to appreciate. If a child lives with approval, he or she learns to like himself or herself. But let me add one more. If a child grows up in the church and learns the love of God, he or she will never forget it. Psalm 127 and verse 3 says, Children are a blessing and a gift from God. God has given every mother a great blessing in the form of children. He has given mothers the responsibility of training their children in the ways of righteousness, that is, to do what is right. So mothers, on this day when all of us honor you, we thank God for you 
We thank God for your dedication and for your hard work. We praise you for your love, your patience, and your kindness. We wish for you today a great Mother's Day. And always remember that no matter how bad things may get, God has a special reward reserved for you in heaven. And his reward should make all of your difficulties worth facing. That reward should make all of your burdens worth bearing, all of your tears worth shedding, all of your anxieties worth enduring, all of your heartaches worth having, and all of your responsibilities worth accepting and fulfilling. Mothers, you are special, not just today, but every day. And may the Lord Jesus Christ smile upon you, be gracious unto you, and bless you all the days of your life. Have a great day and a happy Mother's Day. Amen. Thank you for joining us here at Hope and Faith Ministry, a broadcast of the historic People's Baptist Church in Boston. We pray that you have been touched and inspired by today's message. People's Baptist Church is a Christ-centered, caring church located at 134 Camden Street at the corner of Camden and Tremont Streets. Our Sunday services are at 10 a.m. You can reach us at 617-427-0424. Come visit us in person or on the web at www.pbcboston.org. And tune in every Saturday morning at 1030 for another inspiring message of hope and faith. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.